Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, it's Lainey, and welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Hi, Hi Sasha. How's it going? Our sound engineer has a migraine. I know. And our... Twangy like, little voices are going to fucking murder his brain. Yeah, stop bringing the energy down, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this part, we blame this podcast. This is a performance. If our performance sucks today, you <laughs> know who to blame. Yasek. It's Yasek in his fucking migraine. Oh my God. Sorry. So, We're such it, assholes. Anyway, uh, yeah. Yasek aside. Yeah. Um, Interesting. A slow, slow news day, news week, weekend well, because of the- Memorial Day in the US yeah. and it's- but. At the same time, like, it's obviously part of our jobs to keep checking headlines yeah. to make sure, you know, Brad and Angelina didn't get back together or Brad didn't, like, fucking bust up Jennifer Aniston's marriage. <laughs> I don't know. But Ben Affleck didn't find another nanny. <laughs> anyway, so I'm checking all these headlines and I swear to God, every other post is that Scott Disick guy. I know. And some other random or some other lady or what a ladies plural in, like every six hours i feel like he's in can switching up women and i don't know anything I know about the kardashian and their adjacents like i know who like the k girls are like yes. the people whose names begin with k but i don't know much about like i their love you don't lives. know about the appendages no so this so this scott disick if i'm seeing post after post and he's can i just say he's ugly so would you actually really say ugly? Yes. Okay. Can you give me another ugly person that you could compare his ugly to? So that I – because listen, I think he – like I smell venereal disease when I have to write stories about him. Like I can smell that cheesy yeah. dick from him. Like right. all that gross <laughs> things that are living underneath his foreskin. But I wouldn't say he was ugly. So that's a really bo- – are you sure he's ugly? Oh, he's ugly to me. He's as – like the same level of – Yeah, same level Not of attractive as, as the guy that they got to play Patrick Swayze's replacement in the new Dirty Dancing. <laughs> that – like, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. So they have the same kind of face. Okay, Like the sure, same sure, sure, kind sure. of like – Shmarmy. No, but like eyes too close to fucking together. Yeah. Okay. And then like a nose that is like so like – coked up and yes. look I feel bad like let's not talk about the replacement uh, Johnny <laughs> Castle, sure Patrick. Yeah. I'm just focusing right now on um, Scott Disick Scott Disick he has that investment banker finance 100% douche look all like borderline date rapist slip something in your drink kind of thing I hear he's you. so gross and then I'm seeing like woman after woman after woman Climbing up on, as you would say, his venereal, cheesy dick, whatever. <laughs> what is – explain it to me because I, you have more experience covering them than I do. Well, I can't believe we – the day has come that we're talking about Kardashians. But okay. Not really talking we're about, about them. Sp- I'm talking about why women are drawn or allow themselves to smear up against that fucking dick cheese. Yeah. I'll give you backstory because, yeah, you're right. He's being in the news Every day, which is so fucked because that's exactly 
what he wants, obviously. Um, so Courtney Kardashian, his ex, whatever, not even wife because they were never married, but ex baby mama, has been hooking up with this 19 year old um, model named Eunice. So this has broken his heart because he really always wants to be with her, but she's like, peace in the Middle East, you're fucking lame and I hate you. I'm moving on. So she has this hot young thing in Cannes. And then, yes, in Cannes, he hooked up with Bella, Bella Hadid, fuck as if. He hooked up with Bella Thorne, who is also 19 years old, ditched her in a day. 24 hours later, he hooked up with um, this stylist, this Kardashian LA stylist. Her name's Chloe something, something, something. Uh, they actually dated back in 2005, um, which was the reason why Courtney and Scott actually split in the first place was from this chick. I can't believe your encyclopedic knowledge of this, but I only go know on. this because I work at an entertainment show. Then okay. he ditched her ass and was hooking up with some other rando like in six a pool. hours later, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, literally go to sleep, wake up, and then his hands – and it's all really gross groping. Like, his hands are either grabbing Bella Thorne's tits or he's, like, fucking – like, his fingers are up, like, the anal glands of all these chicks. It's – and I'm not even exaggerating. I've it's seen all, it. That's why I was, gropey. like, post after post, I can't avoid these pictures. And mm. I'm, like – He's so fucking ugly and he's disgusting. And he's also like, let's not here, – here's the thing. I have the same question often about Leonardo DiCaprio and why, if you're a model, why you're going to bother. Because, mm. you know, how are you going to feel special? Like if you're a model and Leonardo DiCaprio is like, oh, hey, baby. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm now number 1885. Leo and Scott do not live on no. the same plane. My point was okay. – Leo, though, I mean, I guess he's Leonardo DiCaprio, Titanic yeah. and Oscars. And, and he's growing like, pains. Don't forget growing pains. Growing pains. He's super A-list. I hate him, but at least I can acknowledge, or at least, yes, he is super A-list. So you want the status, you want the money, you, know, you want all the fame. that. For sure. Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm not going to fight you on that. Okay, but good. I will fight you on this guy because he's I, uh, not, there's no Oscar, there's no A-list, there's nothing. I have no idea. I don't have an explanation as to why any chick would want him unless they are also low-level human beings as well, thinking that they will get a booty touch, which will then let them fucking trademark their last name somehow into a Kardashian, Right. That, that that's that I, that's just like weird social uh, Hollywood climbing, right? That, that's sure. the only reason why anybody would get with him. Here's the thing: if I'm in Cannes and I somehow got myself to Cannes, and I have to say, all those women whose asses I've seen him groping have really nice bodies; they're very attractive. Mm -hmm. You're already in Cannes. Do you know how many rich Euro trash motherfuckers are there? on their own boats. He doesn't have his own boat, fucking right. Scott Disick, have their own yachts. Like, they own the yachts. So if you're down and that is what you're looking for, there's, like, so many fucking Euro princes out there in other boats that you could hop over to and, like, make Reap that happen. From. I, I, I just don't get it. But you don't get the fame because no one knows Euro yacht owner. No, no one's going to be papping that. So my question to you is... This is there's always PR entwined in all of this stuff. So I don't know Bella Thorne. It, do we like Bella Thorne? Is she someone who is she like more like Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, or is she 
like Haley Steinfeld and like moving up the ranks. So uh, you tell me, because would she have used this as a PR stunt? That stylist for sure would, because who the fuck is she? And now we finally know who the fuck her name is. So I get why she did it. Well, you can't even remember her last name. Chloe, You're like, I Chloe do. something no, it or is. something. It's Chloe Bartoli. Okay, Bella Thorne, I can, yeah, Bella Thorne has been trying to make herself happen. Um, Bella Thorne has been on the Bella Thorne project for a long, long time. And like, she's, at this point to me, she's Rita Ora. Like, okay. I can't actually tell the two of them apart. Okay. They might look different, but to me, they're the same thing. Strategy I don't know same. what, you know how you can't name a Rita Ora song? Never. It's the biggest mystery, right? Like, we talk about it in our studio all the time. Like, Every time Rita Ora shows up, somebody shouts out, name a song from Rita Ora. And everybody's like, never heard of her. (laughs) So Bella Thorne, same thing. Don't know what she's done. Can't name a project. Don't know why she's famous. Mm -hmm. So like, I understand why Bella Thorne would want to do it. I just, you know, I just see this so much in real life. Like getting away from paparazzi and celebrity. I see lovely women with the grossest, douchest fuckheads. I, I wonder, I, I, but we work with some of them. We work with some of them. I've been one of those people. So have you, have you made just like major, 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 major error? No, I, like I have hooked up with really gross people. Great. So but, that's what they're doing. But I will own, and maybe this is even worse. I've actually liked them. <laughs> Like there was feeling there. But there you go. But I but I feel like in this case, okay. like I didn't last six hours. At least I, I, I lasted like… A couple weeks, couple months. More. Okay. Right? I wasn't like just a, a, a six-hour play. I'm trying to think what I've done. I feel like I've done something slimy like that. Mostly out of clout, right? Because I, I've said this before. Like I had a major pro-ho day… Where or proho day, proho fucking twenties era, era <laughs> where I was enamored by professional snowboard snowboarders. I loved them. I, like yeah. everything about them was so beautiful. See, to I me. can't even relate to that because all the gross people I've been with are fucking losers. Had no money, no title, no yachts, no planes, so. nothing, no professional career, nothing. Okay, well, I don't know. So I don't know how to help you out on that one. But I could see that maybe. You, you know, if you were like a budding stylist or a budding uh, actress and here comes Scott Disick, who is like a th- semi-thrown to a Kardashian, you could maybe – well, you don't find him hot though. So I can't – I can't I don't think he's unattractive. I could maybe see myself doing that. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. He's so disgusting. No, he is gross. He is gross. I, I will would give you say that. that in your defense, when you were a pro ho, those guys were all fucking hot. Well, yeah, 99% of them were, but I'm definitely thinking of one guy who was like really bad in the face and really bad in the body and really bad in the bed. And I did it anyway. For what? Because he was a really good snowboarder. (laughs) Yeah, but he was good at something. That was attractive. He had a skill. He had a talent. Yes. Like I I can totally get down with being attracted to people – um, because they're good at their job. I think that's very sexy. Oh, this makes me feel so much better. I've slut-shamed myself for like my whole life. Okay, keep talking. No, I, I think that I think that that's not just like a redeeming situation. It's it speaks to you, your like your personality. Oh, yes. I think that when someone <laughs> when someone goes up and kills it in a speech or has a presentation and delivers a really you can great be attracted job, to that. Yeah, yes, of for course. sure. But this is what I'm saying about this guy. He's ugly in the face and he has no discernible talent. It's true. There are no skills. Um, 
And did I mention he's fucking ugly? Yeah. And like his fingers <laughs> has his fingers are like repeatedly in different pussies all and the time. buttholes and and buttholes. Yes. I I okay. We're in agreement here. He is a total loser. I'm not defending that. I just feel so sad for these girls who are being tossed around. But but you know, I feel I sad also, for them in real life because I see it happening over and over and over again. Like not even just by observation, but like by acquaintance. We get mail all the time about this. Sometimes people, if you don't feel good about yourself, you um, we you, have a, you just keep inviting. You I keep know. inviting horrible behavior into your life, and then you just like getting beaten up emotionally and mentally. Well, we have a pretty good friend um, who, like, who it, you know, our friend who. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we have Sorry. a pretty we good, have a good friend, friend who. That's all she does is like. Fall loser for the nastiest, yeah. like, but really fucking nasty guys. Mm. Um, and I don't get it. And I have said to her face, like, because can you stop? she's broken inside. Can you? But she's broken inside. Can you agree? I, she's not going to listen to this podcast. Well, I want to tell her to. Like, I, you know, maybe I will tell her to and I'll be like, hey, I want you to listen to this because you've basically been fucking a series of Scott Disicks. Yeah. And that's actually a good wake-up call. I mean, at this, po- at this point, that's like your rock bottom. If you're fucking a Scott Disick. Yeah. No, literally a Scott Disick. There was this guy that she was like so out of her mind over who like was kissing her one minute and five minutes later. He was hating on you, wasn't that's he? That's right. Yes. And I did that. Like he moved in and I moved back and I was like, uh, in what world? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. At like 3 a.m. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, we're in we're in total agreement. Scott Disick is disgusting, has cheese curds under his foreskin, and what else do you want to say that's gross about him? I yeah. I can't even believe we talked about him. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let's get to some questions. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I wore a brand new dress and new shoes to host a charity event last night. And although the evening was an overall success, I made an embarrassing mistake when introducing one of the speakers. Not fatal, but I'm cringing about it as I type. Are these items carrying bad luck now? In particular, I'm wondering what Lainey's mom would say. Thanks. Love the podcast, Lucy. Um, okay. Well, it's a fashion question and a feng shui question. <laughs> yeah. fashion, fashion and feng shui, feng shui together. This is I love this question so much. First of well, all, first off, let me. Is pull, there a picture? There is. There is a picture of the dress. So why don't you start talking a little bit about what um, I need to the see the dress and the picture. I need to see the dress and the shoes, and I fucking love this question so much. Um, Listen, I'm I'm for sure one of those people who like if I have a big thing to do, I I like wearing a lucky color or I definitely have attachments to certain things. Like I, you know, my mother your earrings. And my stuff earrings too. I have to wear. Like I definitely can't I for a while I was going earringless and then some bad shit happened and I was like it's cuz I am not wearing my earrings. Mm. So I definitely have superstitions. Um let but, me show you. Let, want let, to see the yeah, dress let, let's see the, the outfit. I will tell you this dress is bomb and I feel like you would totally wear it. So okay. you can describe it. Okay. Don't you think that's a really lovely dress? Is this our, like, is this uh, our, our our writer? Because, oh my God. No, I, oh, actually, I think it's actually a model picture. Okay. And, oh, here are the shoes. Great. Okay. So, um, I don't love the shoes. So um, well, fuck you. Because if you look on your doorstep, I'm wearing the exact same ones, but in a different color. I don't love the shoes. Those they're are not my slides, and they're shoes. actually yep. really in right now. So there's that. Slides are not my thing. Uh, so I wouldn't be mad at you if you like. You're Chinese. Slides <laughs> should be your thing. I yeah. I okay. I find them hard the to slides. walk in. 
Um, anyway, the dress is, as you're, you're right, bomb. It's a black dress with a mock neck, long three-quarter length sleeves with like these beautiful like uh, palm leaves or something all over them or two palm leaves strategically placed. Yeah. Or just really pretty. Um, sort of palmy, rosy or tulipy, what, right? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It's just floral. A plant. <laughs> um, and it's baggy, which is my jam. Yeah. Um, and it goes below knee. You should almost buy this. I should. She actually sent the link. Well. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll post the link in in our intro. It's a great dress. Um, so now that I've seen the shoes, I'm inclined to believe it was the it shoes. Was the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But definitely not the dress. The dress is amazing. Well, she's wondering too, she should keep them. She's like, do I keep them or do I not keep them? The shoes? Well, the, help, the whole fucking outfit. Keep, she obviously liked the shoes. Girl, Lucy, keep the dress. I would like I would say goodbye to the shoes because I don't personally like the shoes, so I'm now blaming the shoes. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I think anything's bad luck with anything that I wear. I definitely have the same thing about earrings. Like I never – my mom gave me these earrings and I never take them off yeah. for fear of just, yes, bad luck, bad luck in general. But um, can you tell me a little bit about like your feng shui well, – I say feng shui, you say what? Well, I – it's feng shui, and in Chinese, it's feng shui. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. Feng shui. Um, I, I don't really um, have superstitions attached to particular items of clothing. What I do have are, like, I will never wear anything that's a little bit ripped. Oh. So, like ripped jeans? Um, no, that. ripped jeans that are, like, strategically ripped. But, like, let's say, you know, let's say you have a dress, and you love this dress, and there's just like a little bit bitty tear yeah. on it that nobody can see. Yes. I think that's such bad luck. Oh, this is so interesting. So that dress is dead to me forever unless I go and fix did, it. Okay, okay. But did it come ripped or it's like you're like… No, like you were getting into it and you know how like that stretch on your yes. back and like one day you like… Put your own drive and Yeah, you, exactly. You and like the back. <laughs> yeah. The ba maybe under the arm. Yeah. Split a little or… But no one's going to see and like literally only so you, you know it's it there. I would… I would take it off or I would change or I would not wear it until it had been repaired. It's extremely bad luck. Oh, but then you me. would repair it and then still invite it back into your closet even though you think I it's would bad repair luck? it. Yeah, but I wouldn't wear it until it had been repaired. Okay. Fixed. Okay. Yeah, intact. Because that dress would be broken. And then you're wearing something broken and you're carrying broken luck everywhere. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Fuck, I have rips and shit all over the things that I wear. You know what the the um the the superstition is too is you never gamble with somebody who's wearing torn clothing or like um or clothing that needs to be fixed that's broken like typically mahjong um because that person is a known cheater that's yeah like my mother had a huge throwdown with a woman she <laughs> discovered the lady was wearing like ripped clothes all the time and she kept winning and she was cleaning up i mean she was rolling everybody and then my mother discovered that she was wearing ripped clothing and th that lady got thrown out of the mahjong club because that is like a cheat it's a mahjong cheat it has something to do with like it's 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 a, a, like a some like it's there's magic there. It's dark magic. When you wear ripped clothing, you you cheat people because the oh. fates. Yeah, it's like it's a very sinister thing to do on the mahjong table to wear ripped clothing. Oh, that's so interesting. I did not know this. Okay, well. Anyway, another, another I mean, not that this applies to Lucy, but 
So Lucy, I love the dress. You should uh, always wear the dress and keep it forever. I love it so much. Um, but ditch the not shoes is what she's really saying. into the shoes. I say keep the whole goddamn outfit because I love the shoes. I love the dress. And also you didn't really – like this whole speech thing wasn't a fucking shit show anyway. You like maybe stumbled by introducing somebody, but that's not like – that's not bad luck. That's like, oops, you stumbled. No big deal. Yeah, but I mean, she said it wasn't lethal or what was the word she used? Like it wasn't um, – it's not going to hurt her or set her back, but she – it makes her cringe. But at the same time, it, it obviously matters enough to her – with respect to her presentation and her reputation that she's still thinking about it, right? Like, yeah, but we you, do that to ourselves all the time. I torture myself all the time over stupid things for that sure. nobody ever thinks about again. It was so a have, silly mistake. She mispronounced someone's name or what? Let me see. She, she said she stumbled. Like, stumbling isn't a fucking big deal. Like, that's why I'm like, Lucy, I don't know. I feel like… clothes and be a little bit nicer to yourself. We stumble on this podcast all the time. I feel like if it was just a stumble where, like… You know, her tongue Oh, no, she tied. said, okay, well, you're, you're right. She actually doesn't say anything about that. She just says, I made an embarrassing mistake when introducing one of the yeah. speakers. So I feel like, you know, the embarrassing mistake would have been an error. And I don't know. I mean, I hear what you're saying about stumbles, but this clearly was um, either an introduction error, got the name wrong, or got some facts wrong, mm -hmm. and it speaks to preparation. Um, Not and, about your outfit. <laughs> and so… Um, yeah, of course, if you want to go that route, I would be like, for sure, maybe prepare more. You'll do better. You'll do better next time. Okay, but your voodoo you'll take, your, your little voodoo feng shui take the is… The reason why I don't like um, those shoes and the reason why I don't wear slides like that is because… You're going to say like a witch or something, aren't A you? shoe like that is imbalanced. You have party up in the front… And no zero back. in the back. So you are exposing your back end. Okay, but you're making this up right now, right? As no, I'm go. not. This is not a thing because every Chinese person wears those shoes. Not to an important occasion. Uh, yes, weddings and such, uh, they do. Show me. Like my mother, if I if I wore an, an entirely exposed back to the ankle, you might have a strap and I'll give you the strap because the strap actually is, is there the band that ho holds it together and to push it together. But when you expose your entire, the back of your foot to backstabbers, to mistakes, to black magic, I don't know. That to me is like, I, that's, you, listen, I'm a shoe whore and I'm a trend whore. And I haven't – have you ever seen me wearing no, it? Exactly. But they just came in to trend kind of this season. So I'm just – I am just a little bit mortified only because, A, these are my favorite shoes that I'm wearing right now. And let me give you an example. You wore them to my house. You parked the car. <laughs> And you Fuck did you. no the Fuck worst darking job ever. That's not bad luck. That's not called bad luck. That was just me being like, man, I'm not even thinking. I've had you know what? Don't jinx my goddamn shoes because I'm terrible performance. You couldn't perform in the car just oh my like God, Lucy. I hate you. I hate you. Isn't right it? Now. Stop a, it. Do you find it a Talk coincidence about that magic. you and Lucy have the same pair of shoes and Lucy did not perform well at her job function and you couldn't perform Listen. in your vehicle? Listen. I had these shoes. I've had Can't these shoes for it. weeks, and I am performing a okay. All right, don't fuck with me. I'm really actually mad. Don't fuck with me because these shoes I'm going to continue to wear. I'm just well, what do you say about fucking flip flops? Then you don't. So you don't wear flip flops either. I'm not going to fucking wear a flip flop to when I'm have no, to, I have to no, give no. a presentation. No, no. I, we're not talking about that. 
do you wear goddamn flip-flops? Because if you wear fucking Mm flip-flops, that means you're flip-flopping fucking black magic all the goddamn day in the summer. Is that what you're saying? Let me tell you something. I have had one surgery, two surgeries for the same thing. One surgery in my life, I broke my arm. In can. In can. When I broke my arm, I was wearing flip-flops. Okay, but do you (laughs) still wear flip-flops? I don't wear flip-flops out ever. I wear them around my house. I wear them up the block. But you will never see me wearing flip-flops to work. You will never see me, like, I'll wear flip-flops if I have to step out for five minutes to go get some milk. But I will never, like, flip-flops are, flip-flops are not, like, there's no back. Okay, so you've never not worn a shoe to any sort of outing outside of your house, groceries, work, the TTC, without a back to your foot. Sasha, never. I don't own them. Go upstairs to my Never in your life room. is what I'm asking. Of course in my life. And then I paid the price. Just Only like those Lucy, two fucking times. Just like you and Lucy paid the price. I hate you. I... Sorry. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Lucy, ditch the shoes. (laughs) Fucking hate you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, next question. Dear Sasha and Lainey, my name is C, and yesterday night the guy I've just begun dating confessed he is a recovering addict. Backstory. We met a month ago after matching on Tinder. We clicked... We clicked and talked for about four days before meeting up for dinner. We had not only messaged each other, but also talked on the phone. Talking to him is easy and relaxed, something I, as an introvert, don't usually feel when meeting new people. Our first date lasted five hours, and the mutual attraction, both physical and personality-wise, was instant. I've been single for a long time and celibate for over a year, and was surprised at my reaction toward him. The amount of chem- uh, the amount of chemistry we have is outstanding. We saw each other two days later for tea and a bit of golf, and once again, the chemistry was incredible. I've only ever felt like this once, five years ago, and it didn't end well. The next day, I left for three weeks um, on a work trip, and I'm still out for another eight days. We've been messaging every day and talking about our future. Two days ago, he told me there was something he wanted to tell me and wanted to do it face-to-face. I said was, I said it was okay, and even though my mind went everywhere… Yesterday, my fears were confirmed. He's an addict and has been sober for one year and five months. He spent four years partying and developing an addiction to cocaine. One day, he had enough, told his parents, and checked himself into rehab. He's often said he wished he had met me in six months because he wants me, but it seems he wasn't expecting it so soon. He likes plans, and I guess that's the way the recovery works. I'm torn because I can't help but judge him a bit. I feel like, to quote Lainey, such a cunt. I know addiction is a disease and recovery is a long process and work. I've never done drugs, have always been a casual drinker, and have never partied too much or too hard. I don't like drugs. I don't even like cigarettes. And I'm so scared because I really like him. It's not just about the fact that I want to have sex with him, but also we just click so well. He's fun. He's charming and supportive. Um, However, a part of me doesn't know if I'll be able to handle a relapse or not trust him completely. I don't know what to do, and I hope you read this and give me both of your inputs. Love, C. Well... Well, for, yeah, I get it. I get that that would be really overwhelming to hear. Yeah. Um, but I also am like, kind of you ought to give props where props is due. Someone 
had um, wanted to fix their life. They fixed it. And he's working to be a better person. I feel like everybody comes with their own baggage. And even if you're not battling sobriety or a drug addiction in, in any way or alcohol, there's still people who – there's still people who are um, – there's still people that you have to take care of in a relationship. And there's always fucking uh, a lot of bullshit that comes with people in general. So this is just another layer of of bullshit that you kind of have to deal with. But I kind of almost think it's great that you and – I, and I know that there are hardships to this. I know that there's an ugly side to it. But I just feel like just because someone was broken doesn't mean that they will continue to be broken their whole life. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I mean, I first of all, I agree with you validating C's concerns because anyone would be like taken aback, a mm-hmm. little bit thrown by this. And you for sure should have concerns. And for sure, you're well within your rights to to feel to feel lost, a little bit lost. Like you def- you connected with a person and so far it's going so well. And then you learn this. So own it like don't feel bad and don't feel shame for having mm-hmm. concerns. You're not a bad person for feeling a little bit like, ah. Oh. Um, but you're right, Sash. Like, you know, this person has been clean for almost a year and a half, is trying to do better and trying to be better. And one of those ways is to disclose. Um, he disclosed pretty early. And we've said that too. You know, we've had a couple of um, questions in the last few weeks about like, when's a good time to tell the person I'm dating I have this X, Y, Z, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he felt close enough to you to tell you that. And I think that's really – like you got to give him some, yeah, as I said, props because he's not only coming clean with that, but he also was like being vulnerable with you. Yeah. I I actually have a few people who are close to me who have been in this situation um, who have been in much more serious relationships um, and sometimes they involve children mm. um, with addicts. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely confirm for you that C, like it is hard. You are, you know, for the people who I know who are living that life, there is always this feeling like, is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a relapse? So for sure, I, I don't want to like pretend that that might not be a reality. Um, Recovery, relapse is a part of recovery. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, like, I mean, look how many people have to try like eight or nine times to quit smoking, right? And smoking is a serious addiction. And so with drugs, with alcohol, with anything that you're addicted to, you kind of have to try a few times. It's to get understood, to get Mm -hmm. it right if Mm -hmm. you're successful. Some, yeah, some people kick it like first try but it is common for many people to fall off a few times mm-hmm. before they kick it. So, yeah, and when you're the loved one of a person who is going through that, that possibility is daunting and it's definitely, definitely shit. Um, that said, for all the people that I know who are in love with addicts, recovering addicts, haven't been married to addicts or recovering addicts, Mm -hmm. Um, even in the end, if it doesn't work out, if relapse happens, if there's still a big question mark about their recovery, none none of them have said that they 
would never have started with them in the first right. place. They don't have regret about being a yeah. person. Right? Because, you know, what you're feeling with this guy is still real. Mm-hmm. And it's still making you happy. And it's making him happy. I think about, listen, this has come up at a time when in entertainment, everybody's talking about Chris Cornell. Yeah. Oh. Who was clean for so long. So long. And they're still waiting for toxicology, but there are reports that are coming out about what his wife has been saying mm-hmm. about their last phone call and what had happened and what she was suspecting. And that he was doing heroin again. Well, listen, That's like what, that, that. she said that he had taken some prescription drugs mm-hmm. and she said he didn't sound like himself. Mm-hmm. So she herself is saying – so whatever it was, she is saying herself that he didn't sound like himself and is wanting the results of toxicology because she wants to see what – So even she wants to see the toxicology because like the official cause of death – the official cause of death there is death by hanging, Mm -hmm. right? But if she's like, I want the toxicology, even she's suspecting that he may have used again after being clean for so long. But I don't think that she, if you asked her today or in five years or in 10 years, if she said, if you said to her, hey, do you regret being with Chris? Do you, you know, she would say, of course not. Like every day was amazing, like Mm -hmm. that we had together, all Mm -hmm. that happiness. This is really dark. See, and, you know, I don't want to lead you down this path because, you know, but I feel like we should acknowledge the fact that no relationship is ever going to be all happy. No, there's always stuff. There's always yeah. stuff. But and that's what it is too. And I think, um, but and I do think there is some due diligence though on your side when you are getting in a relationship like this, especially if you're someone who's not a drinker, who has never been around that sort of stuff. Like, do some research, right? See what it takes to be a partner of someone who is an addict. And like, there's a lot of things that come with that, right? So, like read up on it, figure out what kind of personality you need to be, like how supportive you can be, but without being too supportive because you don't want to lean too much into him that, you know, that you start enabling. So there, there is a fine balance. People do it all the time, but it would be worth your while to like read up on it and see what it, what, what that life would entail for you. Yeah. Um, and also, um, take it slow too. I mean, the one red flag for me is that he, he's even acknowledged, oh, I wish that I could have met you six months later because, like, it's so new. Like, things are so new. So that also means that he's a little bit scared too. So I wouldn't, like, jump in on this and, like, move in and and just get knee-deep into this love affair right now when when both of you are a little bit shy about getting into this. So I would just I would just listen to yourself. I would listen to him and not move too quickly and, and see how it develops. I like your suggestion about reading up and getting the research because that reminded me that – um, family members and loved ones also have support groups for mm-hmm. addicts. So I have a friend who um, is going through recovery right now and her family members are attending, I can't remember the exact name, but AA, it's an extension of AA, but for family members. So they, like the addict, the person who's in recovery goes to counseling and goes to treatment, but it's always recommended for the loved ones to go as well because mm-hmm. their mental health is important mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they're struggling too. It's traumatic yeah. for them as well. So if you are serious about this and you want to pursue this, and I feel like you and I, Sasha, we are not against you pursuing it, um, it might be worth your while to also um, 
attend meetings mm-hmm. um, and get support in that way. Um, you know, there was a – the World Health Organization, I think, released some statistics a few weeks ago about mental health um, and mental diseases um, and how they are the leading – mental health is the leading illness that worldwide populations are dealing with right now. So when you think about that, when you think about the number, it's it's an epidemic right now. It's a crisis. Like, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, healthcare systems around the world haven't been adequately processed and adequately put together to handle this. And that's mm-hmm. why there's not enough research, there's not enough support um, to handle it. But my point is, given the numbers of people who suffer from mental health issues, and addiction is part of that, if if we're to say that they can't be in relationships and they're not able to um, find someone to love and who wants to love them back, then at some point, no one's going to be in love, right? No one's going to be in a relationship. If, If we go around kind of ticking off a box, like, I don't want to deal with anybody who has an addiction or has mental health. Then nobody, Listen, everybody's going to be single. Yeah. Well, no, it's absolutely true. And that and that's what it is. It's like, um, her subject line is like, should I, I forget what it is, but something to the effect of like, should I ever date an addict? Uh, yeah. Like these people aren't like, they don't have, they're normal people who are dealing with shit and at least they're attempting to turn their life around. And I just think that that's like you don't avoid someone like that because of like they're they're yeah. they're broken they're they're yeah. they're not perfect like nobody is like it's in the same way like you would never say oh I'm never gonna date anyone with diabetes exactly mental health disease is much more common or I shouldn't say that like I don't have the statistics but I would say the numbers are quite big as mm-hmm. well yeah so I say uh, like see how it goes see how it goes and you gauge too if you think you can handle it if you can't. That's okay too. You know, you might not be built for this particular kind of quote unquote baggage. So you can totally peace out on the relationship if you want to. But right now you seem to be intrigued by him. You like he kind of checks every box um, outside of this. So pursue it. See how it goes. Take it slow. Just take it slow. Great. All right. Thank you. Keep your questions coming to Sasha at ladygossip.com. And uh, get rid of your slides. Fuck you. (laughs) Check us out on Google Play and iTunes. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.